Lakers lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, 112-97, the final score. Lakers now 30-18 and on the season. Certainly not the night uh, we all expected, or at least we hope for. Not to say that, you know, you were coming into tonight's game and thinking, all right, this is going to be – Andre Drummond's going to change everything, and he's going to take the Lakers from what would be a – you know, a, a loss to the Bucks simply because you don't have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You didn't think everything was going to fall on Andre Drummond's shoulders and all of a sudden Lakers would beat the Bucks. But you thought it would be a more competitive game. Uh, certainly the news about Andre Drummond, um, that's a tough one. Uh, tough in the sense just that he left the game. He left right big toe contusion. X-rays were negative. That part is good. Um, but the mere fact that in his debut for the Lakers, he didn't get a chance to, um, you know, obviously be in a game and play for 30 minutes and go toe-to-toe with Giannis or just be there for defensive purposes and do the damage that we know he's uh, certainly going to be accustomed to, one of the best rebounders in the game. We didn't get a chance to see that, Andre Drummond. And um, all that means is as the season progresses, we got another game coming up on Friday against the Sacramento Kings. Maybe there'll be uh, – more of an opportunity then for him. And if it's not that game, uh, you got Clippers coming up on Sunday. So not exactly the game we thought we would get. Um, give the Bucks credit. Ridiculous offensively. I was uh, pointing out some of their stats offensively. Um, they shot 53% from the field and 54% from the three-point line. Lakers, after that first quarter, were a shell of themselves. Uh, 19 points in the second quarter, 26 points in the third quarter, and just 22 points in that uh, fourth quarter. Uh, Bucks took over the game after the first quarter. And, um, you know, I'll give, obviously, everybody a chance to give their thoughts on the game. 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the Pizza at Lakers postgame show. I know I got a lot of tweets that uh, I'll read off as well. Uh, at Alan Sliwa, feel free to uh, give me a call, or I'm sorry, uh, send me a tweet on uh, on Twitter. Okay, so I'll start off with this. I think this is an interesting example. Brian Bird on Twitter, stop taking threes. You know, um, there's a saying in, in basketball that you, you shoot yourself out of a slump, or if it's not going, the next one's going to go. Lakers didn't have it going. They just didn't. I mean, they started the game 8-12 from the three-point line. They ended up, when it was all said and done, 10 of 36. So that means they go 2 of their 24, two of their last um, 24 attempts from the three-point line is all they hit. Um, you know, this is going to be the one area, too, I think a lot of Laker fans, we addressed something in the buyout market, which was so key and Andre Drummond. The other one was 3 and D guy or just consistent shooters. You know, you want, you want these specific players to be more consistent from the three-point line. Um, without LeBron, without Anthony Davis, you got to virtually play perfect basketball, do the Lakers. Uh, obviously, we know why they have to play perfect basketball. You got to play perfect basketball simply because, um, you know, their main stars are out. Tonight is a good example of defense wasn't clicking on all cylinders, your shots not falling. Um, you know, individuals, Kuzma was one of nine from three. Kuzma it took him 17 shots to score 16 points, it took Dennis Schroeder. 18 shots to score 17 points. So obviously not efficient. And there are plenty of guys on this team that you could kind of look at from an efficiency standpoint. Lakers struggled. And once Milwaukee got in a flow, you could tell the Lakers, um, you could tell they were, they were, they got, they got kicked off the tracks and there was no way for them to get back on the tracks, at least in, uh, in tonight's game. 
Um, all right, let's take uh, let's take a couple phone calls here. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Post Game Show, we'll start off with Ken in Newport. What's going on, Ken? Hey, hi, Alan. Uh, once again, you stole my thunder. <laughs> the Lakers are one of the worst three point shooting teams, yet I can't imagine there was a plan to take 33, 36 shots uh, from three pointers because that's not what they're good at. On the other point. You got two of your guards that had more turnovers than they had points in THC with six, and then KCP with one point. How long are this team going to go on with this KCP problem? They have to address, like you said, and find a guard that can shoot the ball and play some defense because that's what they're really hurting at right now. Other than that, I mean, they weren't going to beat Milwaukee anyway. Other than that, you know, this team is going to be great in the playoffs, but right now, three-pointers is not what they need to shoot. Well, I'll tell you this, Ken. I appreciate you calling in. Um, one of the things that I think will you know, certainly stand out as the season progresses, if LeBron James, Anthony Davis are gone for, um, let's say they're gone for most of April or something along those lines, when those players do come back, the spacing is going to be completely different. The attention of other teams right now, and, and that's not me. I don't want to make it sound like, um, Lakers are not hitting three, so it's not like Lakers are, are kicking back. They started the season off really well from the three-point line, and then you know since then um, they're an average, below-average three-point shooting team. When LeBron and Anthony Davis come back, those shots are going to be there, and teams are also going to have to pick their poison. They're going to want KCP. They're going to want THT, Wesley Matthews, Alex Caruso. They're going to want them, Dennis Schroeder, taking those 22-footers if that means LeBron James, Anthony Davis are not taking shots, so they'll pick their poison that way. Um, but when LeBron and Anthony Davis actually end up eventually back in this lineup, yeah, I think things will become so much easier on offense. Right now the the, the gears are just grinding. Uh, it is so tough to get into any type of flow. Look at the, the two games that the Lakers won was Orlando and Cleveland. Coming up, you got Sacramento on the road. Then you got the Clippers. Later on, pretty soon here, you're going to have Brooklyn. Uh, you'll have a couple games later on in the month against uh, Utah and Dallas. I mean, it's only going to get more difficult, so you're going to be facing a lot more teams similar to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, let's take uh, another quick phone call here. Let's go to Solomon in Lake Balboa. Solomon, you're on the uh, Pizza Out Lakers Post Game Show. Go ahead. Hey, Alan, thanks again. You got it, A couple of things, one coming on Milwaukee, one coming on the Lakers. Milwaukee, they may be third in the East. They look pretty damn good tonight, man. I got to tell you, that's a pretty strong team. They look, they look really good tonight. Maybe the Lakers made them look that way, but I think that's a strong team. For the Lakers, yikes. I mean, you better put this one in the garbage can. What was it, 20 turnovers? The three-point shooting was god-awful. We can go on and on. But I think... Again, they were exposed. <clears throat> Excuse me. You got your big man in Drummond. You need that shooter. Got to have one consistent shooter from the outside. Uh, shooter sometimes can light it up, but Kuz tonight off again. KCP disappeared. You got to get some kind of shooter, Alan. Right, let's see what happens. Okay. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Thank you for calling sure, in, Solomon. Man. You know, I I, sure. I uh, definitely I can't agree with the Bucks part. I, it's tough for me to, you know. Michael and I were talking about this in the pregame show, and it's tough to give the Bucks any credit because they've been the number one seed before, 
and they flame out before even getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. Maybe it's different this year. I'll tell you one thing. Drew Holiday wasn't on those other teams. Um, that guy is going to be incredibly key in the playoffs. So maybe that's the difference. But to assess a game against the Lakers, this isn't the game to assess it, to to kind of determine how good are the Bucks. Can the Bucks make a ton of noise in the Eastern Conference? I don't have that answer, but I will tell you that I'm not getting that answer from tonight's game. All right, we come back. Uh, we'll get a chance to hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. I'm going to read off more of your tweets. If you want to be a part of the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show, you can give us your thoughts on the game. It's 877-710-ESPN. Uh, stay right here. Lakers lose to the Bucks. 112-97 Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Holiday right corner Middleton. Middleton gets the baseline, got right to the rim. Kick it to Giannis, fakes a three, drives inside. Giannis hook pass to DiVincenzo, blocked by Drummond. His first significant play as a Laker blocking Dante DiVincenzo at the rim. Here comes Schroeder the other way with the ball. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance. More options, no contracts, just savings. Lakers on the defensive side as a team, looking at it from a, a team perspective. Nine steals, five block shots. Milwaukee, 13 steals and eight blocks. You heard Andre Drummond uh, with that one specific block. We do have an update on um, – I'm going to read this off from uh, Dave McMenamin on Twitter. Andre Drummond said his whole toenail was gone um, after Brooke Lopez stepped on his right big toe sometime in the first quarter tonight. So um, there's your reason why Andre Drummond was only able to go for 14 minutes. And, you know, hopefully we could get a little bit more of an update as we uh, go through the postgame show. But um, I do want to – uh, here from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Let's get his thoughts on the game. 112-97, the final score. Bucks over the Lakers. Here's Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Hey, Frank. Uh, we saw the report about Andre and the toe. Uh, X-rays negative. Anything that you, uh, anything else you can tell us about that at this point? Uh, no, he, he, uh, I don't know if he got stepped on or whatever, but it was really bothering him. Um, you know, almost didn't return after halftime. Gave it a run, and you can see he was limping. So we got him. Got him out to see if the doc could work on it a little bit, but wasn't able to return. Is there is there anything that you can expect for the next uh, you know day or two working on it? Any any indication yet for when he might be able to play? Yeah, I'll be reevaluated tomorrow. See how it feels overnight, and uh, be day to day. Frank, how deflating was that after the first half? Seemed like there was a lot of energy uh, in the building with him coming in, and uh, and then starting the third quarter not having him out there. Did did you feel like that made an impact in that second half? You know, I don't think so. You know, I think, uh, you know, we, we got a next man up mentality with this group. And, uh, you know, obviously we're all excited to see Dre uh, in a Lakers uniform. And uh, it didn't play out as long as we wanted. But 
you know, we knew we had plenty to get the job done and, you know, we just fell short. All right, let's go to Dave. Frank, I think you guys were a plus seven in the seven minutes Drummond played in the first quarter, uh, maybe prior to bothering the foot. What did you see out of that group and his impact early on in the game? Well, I, you know, he draws a lot of attention in the paint, you know, and uh, during that stretch, we really shot the ball well from the perimeter, uh, something we really, uh, you know, we had some drill work in, in practice uh, yesterday and to create a lot of open shots for guys to get some live shooting work and, you know, I thought that part paid off. We're playing the right way offensively, uh, generating high quality looks. And, um, you know, Andre, you know, rolling to the basket and being in the, in the paint, you know, draws a lot of attention and uh, guys knock down shots during that stretch. So, um, you know, he definitely benefited us during that. Dan Wojcik. Hey, Frank, I was hoping you could clear this up. So, so in the, at some point in the first half, Andre's post started bothering him. And then he, I know there was that delay a game. Um, start the second half, kind of what would happened in that short amount of time. And we were kind of yeah. in the dark here. Yeah, he was just, they were, they were working on it at, at, at halftime. He came out and, um, you know, they were still working on it as we were about to start the half, you know. So, um, you know, we, we expected them to be in there, but they, you know, they were still working on it as, as the half was about to begin. So uh, we had to go to Tres with it, with the sub Tres. And it wasn't anything that was bothering him to your knowledge before tonight? Uh, I don't. I don't believe so. No. All right. Let's go to Kyle Goon. Hey Frank, um, you guys have obviously just taken a bunch of hits in, in the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, what do you, what do you tell your team, and and what do you maybe even tell yourself, uh, sort of about this next stretch? If if you guys have to keep going without Andre, I mean, does does that add up cumulatively, or is there? Or can you find a way to kind of keep your attitude maybe even? Uh, you mean taking a lot of hits in terms of guys being out? Yeah. Turn two. Yeah, we, we don't worry about that. We're about the guys in uniform. We know we have enough. We have a deep team. Um, we've been playing really good basketball, getting better each game during this stretch. And, um, you know, we're confident that we can win. You know, the schedule gets really tough, you know, over the next couple of weeks. But, you know, our group is, uh, is going to keep working. We're going to grind. We're going to prepare. And, uh, we're going to believe in one another, and uh, you know we expect to win. All right, let's go last two, please, Jovan. Hey Frank, um, you mentioned Andre's offense, but I'm curious what you thought of him defensively. He had that double jump block, and it seemed like he was pretty active in contesting shots. Yeah, you see the physical presence that he brings. You know the athleticism, uh, blocking shots at the rim, stripping the basketball with his quick hands, and. You know, the ability to move his feet and contain while taking, uh, you know, the big shoulder contact and, and staying in there. Uh, he's definitely going to help us on that side of the ball. And you saw some of it tonight. And last question, please, Rachel Nichols. Hey, Frank, uh, you talked about still having confidence. How do you transmit that to the players? Because it's natural sometimes for their spirits to get low, especially like another guy goes down, another guy goes down. So what do you do when you talk to them to make sure they feel what you feel? Yeah, we show them when we execute and play the right way. You know, it doesn't matter who's in front of us. You know, we're going to score the ball at a high rate. We're going to get high quality looks. And, you know, we know we have a, a great deal of confidence in what we can what we can do defensively. You know, so, you know, if you if you if you defend at a high level, you got a chance every night. You know, and that's what our guys definitely believe in. And, um, you know, we're working to working the offense to continue to generate good shots. We shot really well to start the game tonight. You know, thought we were going to have a reverse from the other night and be really hot. But, 
you know, we, uh, we cool down after that. So, you know, we, we just focus on what we can control. Our execution pieces that done at a high level can beat anybody. And that's what we're believing in. Do you show them positive film? Is that part of just saying like, always. here, we can do this? Always. Yeah, there's always positives in the film. Um, you know, it's very instructional, you know, uh, defensive, not, not mistakes, but things we can do better. Um, you know, and then the right way to play uh, offensively, you know, we, we can do this possession after possession after possession. And, you know, we see the, gen the shots that we generate. You know, we believe in, in that type of action. So, um, you know, this, this group's going to continue to believe. All right, that's uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. A lot of curveballs for the Lakers, obviously, uh, this season, and uh, nothing changes tonight. Bucks over the Lakers, 112-97. to Andre Drummond goes out of the game, so there's another injury for the Lakers. But we'll get some more updates as uh, as we get through the postgame, or if it's not tonight, tomorrow. Uh, he is going to be reevaluated. Lakers' next game is coming up against the Sacramento Kings, so we'll get some more information on that. Um, let's do this when we come back. We'll get a chance actually to hear from Andre Drummond, uh, get his thoughts, why he left, uh, only played 14 minutes, what exactly the injury was, number one. And number two, we'll take more of your phone calls, read uh, some more of your tweets, 877-710-ESPN. Lakers lose to the Bucks. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 112-97, the final score. Bucks over the Lakers. Lakers now 30-18 and 18 on the season. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint, uh, 44 to 38 bucks over the Lakers. Uh, points in the Paint. Um, so Lakers do lose that battle. Not too much of a shock. Andre Drummond only plays 14 minutes. So I'm going to read you the final stat line here from Andre Drummond. Four points, two assists, and a rebound, two assists from the field, and only played 14 minutes. I, I read off a couple different tweets. Um, his big toe, he mentioned that uh, the, the actual toenail was ripped off, uh, got stepped on by Brooke Lopez. So um, let's take a quick listen to Andre Drummond, and then we're going to take some phone calls after that. Uh, here's Andre Drummond on the Lakers' loss and uh, and his injury. Hey, Andre, could you take us through how you first uh, hit the, or injured the toe, and then uh, what what was going on at halftime before you tried to come out in that third quarter? Yeah, and, um, in the first first quarter when I came out, I got stepped. My, Brooke had stepped on my foot, and you know I didn't really think anything of it. I came back in the second quarter; it was hurting a little bit more. And then after halftime, I finally took my sock off to look, and my whole toenail was gone. So <laughs> it was just all, just all bad from there. I couldn't I couldn't walk or run, so I just told coach to take me out. And and what's the what's the process at this point, Andrea, in terms of what you do next? As of right now, you know, I'm just gonna just what do you do for a, a toe? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really sure what to do. You know, I'm just going to talk to the training staff and uh, find out what's the best thing to do to, you know, get back as quick as possible. 
suppose it's a little harder to evaluate your first game uh, given the toe injury, but uh, what, how did you put together how things started for you and, and what you saw in your first evening here? Yeah, in that, in that first quarter, um, a lot of a lot of energy from our from our guys and myself. Uh, we're having a lot of fun out there. Just you know, unfortunate for that to happen in the first game. Dan, hey Andre, you said unfortunate. I mean, before the game, we could see you know you didn't have everyone beside you, the sweat going. Like you look pretty excited to be playing for the for the first time in a month and a half. Uh, how frustrating is it to have that kind of taken away by a toenail? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say at this point. It's just uh, unfortunate, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate that it happened in the first game, but there's not much I can do about it. Just try to find a way to get better and come back ready to play next time. Kyle Goon. Hey, Andre. Um, still trying to process everything you're saying just now, but um, was was there any measure of relief that you got when you learned that the X-ray came back negative and and that there, you know, isn't the potential for a really long-term injury? Yeah, I was definitely uh, very happy to see that it was a negative result on uh, on the X-ray. So it's just a day by day, just uh, icing it, taking care of it, making sure I get it wrapped up to you know seal the missing toenail that's not there. <laughs> So, Andre, like it's making me cringe here, and you say it. How painful is this? I mean, have you ever experienced something like this before? No, I mean, I've, I've lost a toenail before, but this one was uh, very painful. I'm looking at I, you, see me looking down at it because I'm like, I can't even put shoes on. I want flip flops right now. So, it's very, very painful. Got it. All right, and we have time for one more with Andre. Let's finish with Rachel Nichols, please. Hey, Andre, what, what's sort of the feel sort of of the team and kind of where things are for you right now once you did finally get out with them? You know that they're what they're missing and what kind of boost you could pr provide the idea that you could be there and kind of go through that, at least at the beginning. What was that feeling like? Yeah, I mean, if you saw the first first couple minutes of the game that I was out there, you know, just the energy defensively that uh, that I brought and it kind of boosted everybody on both ends of the court. So. Again, just unfortunate to, you know, have this happen to me in the first game kind of was a little deflating for me. But, you know, my head is high. I'm uh, going to take it day by day and come back better than ever. All right, that's uh, Andre Drummond right there, his first post-game interview as a Los Angeles Laker. And you can hear him describe his injury. Uh, I'm sure many people cringing while they're listening to that. One twelve ninety seven bucks over the Lakers. Let's take a few phone calls here. Uh, let's start off with Joe. In the Inland Empire, Joe, what's going on? You're on uh, the Pizza Out Lakers postgame show. Man, thank you, Alan. This is the best show I love being on. Uh, I just want to say, man, today was uh, a little bummer with uh, Andre Drummond going out with the toe. I'll say one thing uh, I noticed with his game, his post game, he does not have a post, back down post. He has a, a face-up post game that uh, he, he can't back down. He doesn't have post moves. So if you're looking at him being like the next Shaq, slow down. But he is going to be good when AD and LeBron is back. So, But I'll say with Schroeder, I'll say with Schroeder, he's really making me uh, kind of upset because uh, he wants to be paid like a star, but he doesn't really elevate. I really did want Kyle Lowry 
and we didn't get him. And I'm actually tired of KCP, too. I, we need to find a, a new starting two guard sometime. Joe, appreciate you. But, uh, appreciate you calling him, man. Let, let me react real quick because you made a couple points. First thing that you mentioned was Andre Drummond and – uh, he's not going to be like you mentioned, Shaq. Well, one of the reasons why I like Andre Drummond on this team so much doesn't have to be. He could be a force on defense, a rebounder, um, somebody that LeBron AD could throw lobs to. That's all he's got to do. And and if he just does that, he's going to end up with 15 and 10 a night. Um, no question about it, just by being out on the floor. And then there's Montrez Harrell that's going to come off the bench, probably give you 15 and 10. Uh, from a bench perspective. That's why I like Andre Drummond so much. Uh, he's a good fit for the Lakers. If you're starting a franchise around him and you need him to face the basket and you're running your offense through him, yeah, I'd be very weary of that. For the Lakers, they don't need any of that from him. So I think that's why he's going to excel. Dennis Schroeder, um, I'll say this on Schroeder. He, he's got, obviously, games where he plays well. He's got games where he struggles. The, the real question for Dennis Schroeder is, how's he going to do in a playoff in a – in a championship type of run and right now he's being asked to do something that I, I just don't think is it's unfair for any of these Laker players LeBron and AD is why this team was built around those two guys they're both not in the game so I think you're asking players now to do something that they're just not comfortable with uh Eric in LA what's going on Eric Alan yes sir go ahead bud oh uh, yeah so uh First of all, a toe contusion. Mm-hmm. Um, Drummond was playing well before the toe bruise, but the toe bruise. When, when you hear that, yeah. And look, man, I'm not going to disparage you. We've all stubbed our toe before, and it hurts. You but guys, that just make Eric, me did you, Eric, Eric? But did you hear him with the, what he described? Do you know what he described? He got his. Oh uh, uh, yeah, he his lost old, his toenail. Right, his old toenail got ripped off. Oh yeah. I know, but Kobe got his right arm ripped off and, and played the rest of the game with his left mm-hmm. until he was literally dragged off the court by his coaches. That's all I'm saying. I know it's, it's a new it's, it's a new time. I get it. Well, you listen, know, I, I'm Kobe. sure I, I'm, I'm sure if I'm listening to uh, if when I talk to Michael for the pregame show coming up on uh, on Friday, I'm sure um, Michael will say, "Do you think Kobe would have stayed in?" Because that happens quite often. Um, but I don't want to make any comparisons. There, uh, there's not too many built like Kobe Bryant. But I, I, I cannot assess somebody else's pain uh, threshold. But <laughs> just when I listen to that, it, it doesn't sound like something that uh, you can just, um, you know, go play 48 minutes against Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brook Lopez. Bottom line is, we got just a taste of Andre Drummond. So we got a very, very quick preview of Andre Drummond, and you know, we'll obviously have to wait and see. Uh, if he's going to go again on Friday. More of your phone calls when we come back. Um, I got a couple tweets I I think make some interesting topics. I'll read those as well. And we'll take a listen to uh, Wesley Matthews. Get Wesley Matthews' thoughts on the uh, performance tonight as well. Stay right here. Lakers lose to the Bucks, 112-97 the final score. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. 
so you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 112-97, Lakers lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. Lakers now sitting at 30-18. and 18. I do want to point this out real quick on Twitter. Uh, Len Muroff, it's not going to be pretty for the next month. Let me kind of explain what uh, uh, what he's referring to there. So Lakers with a loss 30-18 and 18 now, just half a game in front of the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Um, Portland sitting in sixth, Denver sitting in fifth, Lakers obviously in fourth. So if you go on a two-game losing streak, three-game losing streak, um, you're probably going to be in the sixth spot. You have a four-game cushion on the Dallas Mavericks. And I point that out simply because what Len is referring to on Twitter is where the Lakers are in this, uh, not just in the standings, but looking at the schedule. So Sacramento coming up on Friday. Then you got the Clippers, Toronto, Miami, Brooklyn, New York, and Charlotte. Boston, Utah, Utah, Dallas, Dallas. April is brutal for the Lakers. Brutal. Tough schedule couple winnable games now that Andre Drummond is back or now that Andre Drummond is a Laker now all of a sudden you think you can actually win some of these games that you didn't think maybe you had that much of an opportunity on before um, but yes uh, tough schedule coming up NBA standings you look at it on a night in night out basis and it's changing teams are in the Western Conference some are playing well they're moving up other teams are moving down Lakers obviously in a position right now where every game they lose could be a notch down in the standings and now Denver and Portland right on their heels just a half game behind all right let's take uh John in Huntington Beach John what's going on you're on uh, the Pizza Lakers postgame show all right all right all right all right I just want to say two quick things real quick okay. the Lakers made a big mistake by not bringing Laurie into the fold and I'm gonna tell you why in a second the next thing is I don't believe Drummond went out of that game tonight when I was a young boy, my dad took me to a game. Magic Johnson was playing. His finger got bent all the way back. He went in the back, taped two fingers together, and came back out and played the game. Guys, these days, is soft. And tell you what, I'm a Laker fan, but my money is on Brooklyn. You know why? Because the Lakers don't have any dogs. And they should have got Laurie to bring another dog into the fold. John, you've been John, you've been watching these games, so you're going to tell me uh, Montrez Harrell's not a dog? No, my, I'm talking about. Look, Rondo is a dog. Dwight Howard is a dog. Mm-hmm. And um, and the um, how about Markeith Morris? Man. Is Markeith Morris a dog? Is Alex Caruso a dog? No, Appreciate you calling no. in, John. Thank you for t- thank you no. for calling in. Um, I, I think having this assessment off a loss to the Bucks without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Probably not the best assessment to have. I, listen, I, I get it. I understand it. There's Some fans are going to say, you know what, I don't want to hear that you got an injury. Stay in there and play and be a warrior. I get it. I understand that. Um, I think the Lakers are very strategic with their players, and I think a lot of teams in the NBA are more strategic with their players maybe than they were back then. That's not an excuse. It's a reality. I think um, the way teams are using players, it's different today than it was in the past. I love the arguments. I love the, you know, if you don't think the Lakers have what it takes right now, uh, man, I got to be honest, you got 
AD's missed 25 games so far, and Lakers still sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference. LBJ's been out now for, uh, what's it, this Saturday will be two weeks. <laughs> they haven't had. It has not been an easy path and, and an easy road. Um, I think there comes a time where you got to just, they just got Andre Drummond. They're, they're, they have a roster as good as any team in the NBA, no question about it, as good as any team in the NBA. Brooklyn, you can make a case that the Nets are the best team in the NBA. I don't think they got the size that the Lakers do. I don't think they have players that can make stops like the Lakers can. But all this is a mood point until we get till both of those teams get to the NBA Finals. Um, it doesn't mean anything. Actually, let me give you a good example here. A good example here would be the Milwaukee Bucks. There are a lot of teams right now in the Eastern Conference that are currently positioned um, – if Brooklyn's not 100% healthy, they might be the next team. So I'll give you a good example. A good example would be Philadelphia, Milwaukee is kind of that second tier in the Eastern Conference. They've positioned themselves. If Brooklyn's not 100%, maybe KD can't go. I think I saw today James Harden left in the third quarter, some hamstring tightness. And, and then look at the Western Conference. Teams are positioned if the Lakers are not 100% healthy, they hope they can kind of squeeze into that. Maybe it's Denver or it's the Clippers or the Utah Jazz, the Phoenix Suns. There's a list of teams. There's tiers in the NBA right now. Um, and the Lakers, what more do you want from the Lakers? Maybe you want a shooter. I don't blame you on that front. But uh, but right now, um, I, I, I personally punk, pump the brakes when the Lakers lose a game like they did tonight against Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee's a really good team, a really, really good team. AD and LeBron are not there. It was a disappointing game because you were excited to see Andre Drummond and you wanted to see, um, you you know, you certainly wanted to see um, if he can have that impact. He's coming in a game where it's Giannis Attentacumpo. You thought maybe that could be there. It obviously wasn't there. Let me play something here real quick from Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris uh, talking about the game specifically. All right, we'll, we'll get it here in a second. It's actually uh, not loading at the moment. But, um, you know, th that's the one thing. That's why I kind of hesitate. And, and I hate to – my my point is not to, you know, cut off a Laker fan who wants to put his opinion. But it's tough to think doom and gloom coming off this game. Could hurt in the NBA standings, no question about it. I think, you know, the, the reality is starting to settle in with the Lakers – the reality starting to settle in like, all right, yeah, you're you're not going to be position-wise in the standings where you ultimately want to be. That's probably very realistic. But at the same token, I don't think the world is going to end. I really don't. Um, next game for the Lakers, they got the Sacramento Kings. Let me just kind of preview this game here for a quick second. Sacramento had won seven of their last eight games. They lost to the Spurs earlier today. They had won five games in a row. They lost 120 to 106, the uh, the final score. So um, now the Kings are obviously in a position where they are sitting at uh, uh, record-wise not good, 22 and 26 on the season from a record perspective. But ultimately for the Sacramento Kings, who actually played the Lakers, if you guys remember this game, they played the Lakers. Um, this was the last game before the All-Star break, final game before the All-Star break. LeBron James took that night off. And uh, the Lakers lost that game, 123, I want to say, to 120. So that's the next game that the Lakers got. They got the, they got the uh, Sacramento Kings. Uh, following that game, 
that's when it's back here against the Clippers. I mentioned a seven-game road trip coming from the uh, coming for the Lakers, and and that's the game that starts against the Sacramento Kings. So you got a tough schedule in front of you. Um, but the game against Sacramento is winnable, and these are the type of games you took care of Cleveland, you took care of Orlando. These are the type of games that you have to take care of. De'Aaron Fox, nice player. What is he, 26-7 and seven a night? Uh, Harrison Barnes, Buddy Hill. They got some good players, but the Sacramento Kings are the Sacramento Kings. If the Lakers can take advantage of that game before this game you got coming up against the um, Los Angeles Clippers coming up on Sunday, obviously that would be a big help for the Lakers. All right, Lakers lose to the Milwaukee Bucks, 112-97 to the final score, 30-18 and on the season. Um, pre-game show, by the way, will start at 5.30. Tip-off will be at 7 on that game coming up on Friday, the start of a seven-game road trip. Um, tomorrow night, I have a Lakers talk from 7 to 9 p.m., so uh, feel free to be a part of that. Two hours talking Los Angeles Lakers basketball. Looking forward to it. For everyone that was a part of our social show, we greatly appreciate it as well on ESPN Los Angeles. Uh, I'm Alan Sliwa. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.